Welcome to Rock Your Life. This is a weekly show about finding your inner rock star, overcoming fear, and transforming your life into something more amazing than you ever dreamed. I'm your host, Amy Edwards. I'm a musician, author, radio host, podcaster, DJ, mom, and transformational expert and coach. I'm all about rocking life to the fullest, like I'm way into it. So what qualifies me to talk about this? Well, I took up music, specifically rock and roll, and learned the guitar and began to sing around the age of 40. I wrote, recorded, and released three albums and numerous singles in the last few years. And doing this just pushed me to learn so much about overcoming fear through getting on stage, through doing this at a later age, and setting goals and building habits and just being vulnerable and putting it out there. It also pushed me to awaken in my own spiritual life. And that is something that I cannot stop working on. I believe that my true purpose is to share what I've learned and am learning with others who want to go to the next level in their lives and collaboratively that we can all rise higher. So if you're interested in stepping into the spotlight more in your own life and getting past obstacles and fear, then that is what we're here for. There's practical advice for your daily life, for achieving goals, habit building, and for branding, and for just becoming better in every way. The show is about an hour long. It's got four segments, and we have a focus each week. This week, our focus is mind-body. First, I talk about this week's topic and talk about what I have learned. Next, I do an interview, and today we're going to talk to Marina Perkle. And the third segment is our affirmation segment called Go Aff Yourself with the founder of stickwithit.co, Jill Faulkner. I'm big into affirmations and saying things out loud. So we choose one to work on each week. And fourth, I'm joined by my collaborative partner and certified brand consultant and co-owner of the Velvet Cartel content creation, Bijou Finney. And we discuss practical tips and strategies to build your brand and take charge of your habits. And from experience... I'm going to say this reminder that when you commit to do the work on a topic that we discuss on this show, and I do recommend spending a week studying a topic that speaks to you, it truly makes a difference. Like get ready. Things show up that you never even realized and that you probably need to learn. I know they just show up for things that I need to learn. And it's not always easy. In fact, yeah, it's really not easy. (laughs) But if we want to rock life, why should it be easy? Right? All right. Let's do this. Let's rock. Mind body. I didn't know what I was going to say today for this episode. It kind of came up as I met our interviewee and what she said resonated with me and I was like, let's go for it. I kind of take what comes my way, you know, but uh, as I spent the week on it, I allowed the process to open up to me and I realized that I have a bunch of stuff that I do physically that I do specifically for my mind. So we will get to that. First, though, let me add this. This topic scared me a little, too, in a different way. I was worried about alienating some people because I know that people have illnesses and things that happen. And I've watched some of the documentaries like Heal on Netflix that make a strong case for mind-body connection and healing. And I know that there are big questions around that. And while I remain a little skeptical, I want to believe. And I just don't want to alienate anyone who has issues going on. You know what I mean? I'm just hoping this is a conversation about this topic. Now that said, there have been times that I have decided things about my body without a doubt and seen results. This one's totally random. My dad used to tell me that if you wanted a wart to go away, you would rub it with a washcloth and then bury the washcloth outside and it will. (laughs) And I thought that was so ridiculous. It was like some serious old time West Texas wives tale kind of stuff. But in college, I got a wart on my elbow. And after a while, I thought about that story and I decided, I just decided, I didn't do the washcloth thing, but I just decided that it would go away. And guess what? It did. (laughs) I've watched people with body language that creates a cycle too. I dated someone a couple years back who slouched over and seemed like he was always hiding. And you know what? He wasn't honest. His mind was in a hiding place and he wasn't honest about a lot of things in his life. And I don't know if his body reflected that or vice versa or what, but whatever the case, the connection was there. I thought too a lot about placebos this week. Just the fact that results can happen from placebos is a true testament to how powerful our minds can be over our bodies. I thought too about sexual energy and also like butterflies that I can get when I think about someone and even the feeling I get in my stomach when I think about someone who just affects me in any way. Like our pulse can speed up. We can have a physical, true physical reaction to things that we think of sheerly by thinking of them. Isn't that wild? (laughs) 
So the list that I realized I do to physically do things to affect my mind goes further than just exercise or yoga or lifting weights. I have habits and I tried a few new ones out this week. I do a daily power pose. That's something I regularly do, which Bijou and I touch on today. And it truly does affect my confidence. I do it for a few minutes every morning after lighting some Palo Santo in my altar. And it looks like a Wonder Woman pose, hands on hips and everything. Yeah, it's a little embarrassing, but I do it anyway. You know, I do a lot of things that I just don't even care if they embarrass me. Uh, There's all sorts of things you can Google about the effects of doing this and the effects on your mind. And it's all related to confidence and, of course, power. I also sleep. I've adopted taking a cold shower at the end of my hot shower, which I hate, but I'm doing it anyway. I just started trying that out this week. And Bijou and I talk about that. And infrared sauna work, too. In addition, one of my friends mentioned the act of looking up to me this week and how the actual movement of looking your eyes up will lead your body and mind to follow. I mean, think about how much we're looking down all the time. I'm looking down right now at our computers, our phones. I read an article in Psychology Today by Colin Ellard titled The Joy of Raising Your Gaze. And it just proposed that when we are happy, we look up. So maybe if we look up, we'll feel better. There's just so many simple things and acts that we can use our physicality to affect our minds or use our minds to affect our physicality, right? I've also spent some time thinking about vibrations. I haven't really understood vibrations. Everybody's talking about raise your vibration. Are you vibrating at a high frequency or a low frequency? He's low frequency, Eh, whatever. Uh, I've just more accepted it rather than actually look into it, but And I had a general concept of it, you know, but I found a quote from Albert Einstein. He said, everything in life is vibration. And so I did a little research and here's what I found. This is from the Chopra Institute website. Everything in the universe is made up of molecules vibrating at different speeds. This includes trees, bodies, rocks, animals, thoughts, and emotions. Human vibrations are composed of everything from physical matter to the way you communicate the thoughts you think. In simple terms, some molecules vibrate faster and some vibrate slower. These are higher vibrations and lower vibrations. When you're vibrating at a higher level, you feel lighter, happier, and more at ease, whereas lower vibrations feel heavy, dark, and confused. Almost all spiritual traditions point the way toward higher realms of consciousness and scientific studies like that of consciousness research and spirituality author Dr. David Hawkins have even quantified the vibrations of different states of being to create a scale of consciousness. It's interesting, right? So each person I talked with for this episode approached the topic differently, and I found it really refreshing. I can't wait for you to hear my interview with this week's guest, Marina Perkle. You can find her on Instagram at Modern Day Magic Woman. She's a clinical hypnotherapist coach that works with mind, body, spirit for deep transformative healing and works on releasing trauma and sadness from the body to alleviate pain. Her work is super fascinating and so is our discussion and her stories of helping clients and her own father. Jill and I get into the functionality and physicality of this subject and the sides of the brain that affect our bodies and whether or not we as humans might like to be in pain. And also we get into the physicality of meditation. Our affirmation today is my mind and body work together for my highest good. Bijou and I also talk meditation and she shares four great points about mind-body. We also talk sexuality and connecting with that. She talks about the separateness of mind and body and the act of listening to each and connecting to yourself and bringing who you are out more in your physicality and how that affects your brand. Anyway, this episode, even though I was a little nervous about what to talk about, I ended up with a ton and I really enjoyed it. So let's get to it. Here's Marina Perkle, our modern day magic woman. Find her on Instagram. She is amazing. Let's rock. All right. Marina Perkle, my modern day magic woman. (laughs) Hi. Hi. I'm so glad we met. I'm so glad we met too. Yes. I think it was love at first sight almost. Stick this thing a little more in your face. I think it was too. I saw you come in, Justine's, and um, I was like, oh my God, she's beautiful. And you're on a sparkly dress. And and I was just like, oh, who's that? You know, she looks cool and interesting and beautiful and sparkly and all the things (laughs) I want to be. And uh, so, anyway, when uh, that lady was selling roses, I just 
thought, yes, I'll send her one. And it turned out to be your birthday. It was the beautiful start of a beautiful romance. I know. I hope so. <laughs> I'm so glad. Good. Well, um, thank you so much for agreeing to sit down and do this today. So if people want to find you, the main way I think is your Instagram, maybe yes. your Facebook, but yes. it looks like you're most active and engaged on Instagram. Is that right? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of my clients really find me is Instagram from all cool. over, all over the globe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and Bishu said that she's been friends with you on Facebook for a year and has never met you. So oh. she, and she does the branding segment with Amazing. me. So I know. I wonder Amazing. how her and I connected. You never know. You don't. But I'm I happy mean, that we are. I have people like that too. <laughs> Music people or whatever. So, um, okay. So they can find you at modern day magic woman, yes. which is a very appropriate title. <laughs> You're a clinical hypnotherapist coach. You work with mind, body, spirit, and you do transformative healing. Yes. Correct? Yes. All right, cool. So that's what what we're going to talk about today. I mean, your list of things that you do that I found was everything from stop smoking to just, you know, um, cancer work and PTSD, which I was super interested in the PTSD. So let's just jump right into, I mean... Full disclosure, too, I didn't have a subject this week, and I was like, you came into my field, and I was like, what do you want to talk about? And you suggested Mind Body, and I'm really excited that we went down this path this week because I've learned a lot. Yes. So let's just start talking about, I don't even, I don't, I don't want to get too far into how you got into this, but, um, I am a little curious. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd love to share. Yeah. Um, Well, really, what made me so passionate about healing and get so intensely into it is my dad had cancer. And so I was 15 when I found out my dad had uh, bone marrow cancer. Oh, wow. And he was my best friend. And the doctors said to him, you have uh, six months to live max. And at that time, 15, I dropped out of school to take care of him. And I said, absolutely not. I said, thank you. I said, but that diagnosis is not the prognosis. I said... I'm not signing up for that. And I said, my dad is going to live much longer. And the doctors just kind of looked at me and they were like, laughed, you know, in a way. And I was like, no, I, I go, it'll be a few years at least, but thank you. And my dad just laughed as well. Cause he was, I was very strong willed, you know, <laughs> I can tell. I mean, my yeah. dad was definitely upset that I dropped out of school to take care of him. But for me, there was no other option. You know, I've always lived with my heart and I, to my own default sometimes. Right. Yeah. So that journey uh, was beautiful because my dad ended up living uh, four and a half years. Wow. Yeah. And so um, he had bone marrow cancer and multiple myeloma from Agent Orange being exposed, you know, in Vietnam. And so extremely painful. So on that journey, as I was going in and out of the doctor's offices with him and looking at all the medications that he was on, medication after medication after medication, and and all the, you know, side effects that he was having... And I started to ask the doctors at a very young age, is this necessary? Is it really necessary for him to be on these two medications for the same issue? And I just started to really question them. And they would say, oh, actually, we can take one off. We can take one off. And so Whoa. when I was very young, I just realized that America was completely over-medicated. And a lot of these medications were really, really damaging people, you know, to a different in a different way. All the side effects they didn't really need to have. And so... Oh, it's it's... So crazy when you hear the list of side effects and things. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and so my dad trusted me at that point and I studied and I studied and I became so passionate. My goal was to get to have him live as long as I could. I was like, I'm, I loved my dad more than anything. He was my heart, you know, I'll show you pictures of him later. Where'd you grow up? In uh, Washington, in a small town, Ocean Shores, Washington. Um, But he looks like, my dad looks like Tom Selleck. He's just kind of this like, you know. Well, you're gorgeous. I'm sure he's gorgeous. Oh, yeah, he was my heart. But um, so that journey, you know, we changed. You know, the more I read, the more I studied like shamanism and and all of these different things. I'm like, you know, Eastern medicine, Western medicine. I'm like, you know, this all isn't making sense. And looking at the thought of like cancer and attacking the cancer and killing the cancer when really the cancer needed to be healed and understanding you know so much of you know learning traumas in the body and how it manifests at a pretty young age um you know even led us to my dad letting us go to costa rica for a month to study with a shaman in the jungle you know when i was a teenager but he trusted me and so 
basically I just became obsessed with healing and and being able to teach people that there's so many other options and really just because someone tells you you have six months to live you're going to die you don't need to take that in you don't need to confirm that in your mind but once you confirm it in your mind it's over then it's over my mother did that I mean they told her You've got, you know, this amount of time. I don't remember what it was. It was short. And she confirmed it right away. She was ready. She died 21 days later. Oh, it's it's crazy. Yeah. So it's like if you want to die, then confirm that. But -hmm. if you don't. So then, you know, after my dad passed away, um, you know, I got to go, you know, on my own kind of journey and travel. I lived in Africa for a year and studied with Sangomas there. So like the kind of medicine man, almost the ones that are kind of portrayed, you know, with the throwing bones and everything, but like they're immensely powerful people. And so that's where I kind of learned the art of being able to be uh, between here and the spirit world. So to kind of be halfway, you know, and able to really teach people the greater perspective and kind of the journey of life. I, I always say like, Human, humaning is hard. Being a human can be hard. <laughs> yeah. But when you know kind of the bigger picture that, you know, these losses and these traumas that you're really being rerouted to something much greater always in my life. You know, there's been so many times like breakups or, you know, terrible things. And I end up somewhere more beautiful than I could have imagined. Right. Yeah. So being able to kind of help people see the bigger picture when they're going through things and, you know, major life transitions, all of this. Right. It yeah. Kind of think about you know, going down a bridge and, you know, a foggy bridge and it's gray and it's mucky. And it's like, this is like when you're like in a situational depression or a trauma or whatever, a breakup mm-hmm. and kind of knowing you have to keep going, you have to keep going, but it's gray, but you're driving and you're driving. And then you finally reach the other side, the sunlight. And, and you're like, Oh, I didn't think I'd ever see this again. And then as you look back, you look at all the other times in your life that you've gone through these kind of gray, foggy places and you've made it out the other side. So Really, I just love people to have a greater perspective, you know, to know that whatever you're in, you know, you can overcome it. You know, whatever happened to you, you can't help what happened to you in the past, but you really, truly can help how you bring it into the future. Um, And help how, if it's manifesting in your physicality, right? Yes. And that's another thing is as I studied, you know, around the world and learned all the different healing techniques, you know, everywhere from, you know, being, you know, in Mexico City to Costa Rica to Africa to Dubai. But anybody who I worked with, you know, talked about letting go of things. And and then when I understood hypnotherapy, I was like, oh, this is perfect way to really get to the deepest level of the subconscious to help people let go of traumas, to let go of these things so they don't carry it with them their whole life. And so it just made sense. Wow. And I'm like, okay, so like shamanism, ancient wisdom, magic, all that beauty in clinical hypnotherapy that really made sense to me to be the most kind of powerful duo, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it just made sense. And so I got to go study uh, with Randall Churchill, I have to say his name, because I love him so much. And Randall he's like Churchill, a dad, okay. dad from a past life. Cool. Anybody who um, can and go and Google him and research him, he's like an actual like modern day wizard. Like he's just so powerful, so beautiful. But I got to study with him and uh, get certified and then started my practice. So, you know, one of my first clients if it's okay to jump into a story of a Please, client. I want to know everything and as I, much as we can fit in yeah, our time and, for and sure. I, and I have to speak to her because she just passed away. Um, uh, her name was Leanne. So she was my first client that came to me with stage four cancer. Um, and most beautiful story journey that I got to go on with this client um, because I got to see her every week. She came out to the ranch and we went through different levels and layers of her life and any any traumas or pain and we went through any areas of forgiveness and um, there was a knowing that her time was limited uh, but we just didn't know how much it was and as we went through and kind of looked even looking at the cancer it's an interesting thing because if I can get to the root of the issue and unwind it Mm -hmm. you know a lot of times if I catch it you know at the rate where I can catch it I can really get rid of physical Symptoms, So I I couldn't get rid of stage four, you know, cervical cancer. That wasn't something that was going to fade away, but I was able to help her take away all the physical pain. Wow. So she had no physical pain at the end of our journey together, working together. And because um, I mean, that's intense. Like I know that 
stage four cancer, you're getting morphine and things like that. Yes. And she wasn't on any of that. And wow. Yeah, truly. And this is what I really want people. How is to that know. possible? Because it, <laughs> Sorry, I don't and, mean yeah, to sound like. Yeah. And it sounds like <clears throat> crazy, but I, I'm, I promise you, and I have so many different stories of different kind of, you know, physical pain in the body that fades as I work with people. Um, and it's really the emotions, these traumas, these things, they manifest in the body into illness, into pain. And a lot of time, a lot of times pain is there for a reason. You know, it's there to tell yes. us something. So yes. if you look at pain and kind of can go into your hypnosis and look at it, you know, and, and understand what is it telling me? What is it saying to me? And well, that's what we're doing as a culture. Yeah. Like when we were talking yeah. off the air about SSRIs and numbing these things. So yeah. you're not tuned in and you're not listening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're, you become numbed, but she went through, we went through this whole process together and it was very, you know, it's sometimes I think life is so extremely beautiful and so extremely heartbreaking at the same time. It is. Right. And, um, so that's it's not even, it's just, is. yeah, it's yeah. True. But that's life, right? That's life. And that's what, mm-hmm. that's what it's for. And you learn every day. But on, on one of our last sessions, um, you know, she came and we sat and I was like, okay, going through the chart. So I go physical pain, you know, um, one to five and it was at like a zero, you know, I was like, perfect. Okay. So, you know, sleep good, you know, so she stopped kind of, you know, having to take these things that she was taking these medications. And so I went through the whole chart and I was like, you know, I was like, I think we're done here. Right. Cause I don't want a codependent <laughs> relationship in any sense of my life. Um, but especially not with my clients, like I don't want them to have to come see me for 10 years as much as I love them all deeply. And mm-hmm. I get very invested in their journeys. I want them to become free and move along. That's you know? what healing is. Yeah, I that, mean, if you're this, truly on a healing yeah, journey, yeah. then you are going to be whole within yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't, Interesting. I don't, yeah. And as much as I want people to, you know, come see me all the time, I don't want it to be something where they have to, you know, keep coming back, keep coming. I want it to quickly free them from whatever's going on. Yeah. So we were laughing together, her and I, cause I was going through the chart and I go, you know, I was like, this is that part of the relationship where it's like, I think we're, we're good here. I think we're done here. I was like, but I love you so much. I don't want you to stop. So um, she said, you know, I think that we are in the way Like she said, I'm fully at peace. Um, I, everything, I feel good. She's like, I'm dancing, I'm singing and all these things. And then a month later, she died. Um, so it turns out the cancer turned to lung cancer, mm-hmm. you know, and it just spread very quickly in her body. And I was able to be at the hospital with her and give her a last session, you know, and, and it's like, but it was, and I was there when her spirit left her body, you know, to help her, her, her soul transition. But, you know, she had no pain. That's amazing. So she had no pain truly. And, um, became such great friends with her husband and her daughters and this whole process. So I really, really want people to understand the power of their mind and, really just question things really please like medications like even though you go to a doctor and they say you need this antidepressant you need the sleep medication you need this question it you know please try you know meditation try you know even self-hypnosis you know um, I'll be doing a lot of recordings to give out uh, for free to people because mm-hmm. I just want people to be able to experience it you know because yeah. some people can't afford it you know I want everyone to have access to it but just just question things, you know, you don't need to sign on to everything just because the doctor says it, you know, if yeah. you meet a doctor and, and one day they say you need um, antidepressant, anti-anxiety, sleep medication, they just met you. Right. You know what I mean? They just I met do. you like, but have they gone down the avenue of trying to release these things mentally before they just medicate? And I'm probably going to have no, some doctors come. Most after people me, haven't. But come for me. No. Oh, come for me. <laughs> come You'll for just me. heal them right up. Yeah, You'll probably like, convert them. <laughs> we could talk about. I know. It, but, I know. But, um, but well, yeah. Well, we we're already almost out of time, and so yeah. um, you know, I was going to say, on a very smaller scale, um, I was going to ask something personally, and maybe we'll finish up with this, and yeah. I want you to share yeah. anything else that came up. But like personally, I had a heartache. Right. I had something happen that Mm. that hurt my heart. And now I have noticed that my back is hurting. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the middle. (laughs) Like, right. Okay, you're nodding your head and saying, yes, so that's a thing. Mm -hmm. So I just thought, oh, you know what? I'd never associated the two. But I realized that time wise they have uh, happened at the same time. So like what when you feel something like that come up, what would I do in that instance? Would you say? Well, 
I mean, for me... I mean, are they related? To, yeah, you're saying they yeah, are. Yeah, well, I think it's I an like, interesting thing. So sometimes it's like you look at, like, you know, someone comes to me with a pain, and I say, okay, well, when when can you remember that this pain started? What was going on in your environment? Mm-hmm. Where were you? Who was there? Um, you know, was it daytime, nighttime? I take in all the details. That's why it's kind of like being a subconscious detective, right? So I love that. I take subconscious in, detective. Yeah. <laughs> I take in all the details. And then typically I can get rid of the physical pain within a session or two for good. Wow. Yeah. So like I had an instance of, you know, someone, a client who had hip pain for years. And, you know, as we talked, it turns out the hip pain started when he was going to be making a big life change, but there was a lot of doubt around him and he was hesitating moving forward in his life. Whoa. So as we worked and, you know, got confidence going and as we released all this and that was going on, you know, made him confident in his decisions and, and everything, it went away for good. You know, really, it did, but it was amazing. There for, it was there for years, and and, and I know yeah. that some people are going to maybe listen to us and be like, "Are you sure?" But a hundred percent, you know. Well, you can, I mean, there's too yeah. many stories saying it does work, yeah. and why not at least try it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. what have you got to lose? Yeah. So the so the backache, you know, there was probably a lot of weight on you and a lot of weight in your heart and dealing with all of this, and then yeah, it does it does physically manifest, but but then it's like if you want to let it go. We I can, do, but I also think it'd be good for us to really look at it. You know, yeah. what, what is it? What is it saying to you? Do you need to be a little more? You know, do a little more self care for yourself. Do you need a little more time? Is there forgiveness that needs to be had there? Because I do a lot of work in forgiveness, and forgiveness is the main thing where we hold this pain. Whether it's forgiving ourselves yes. or that other person, yeah. What we forgive both parties, yes. really. You know, and it's uh, yeah, yeah, really. Forgiveness is is very key. So we'll get rid of it. Great. We'll get rid of it. Well, I love that. I mean, it's just interesting. That's just something that came up this week. And I've been like, it, since we were focusing on mind body, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. perhaps, you know, these are connected. So, and so many times it's easy, like the guy with the hip pain, he, he probably never would have associated those, no. you know, no. and, that's and go back like, to the source. Yeah. Just very, go, just get that's, the subconscious. I think that's a fa- fabulous tip too, to people yeah. to think about what was happening in my life when this came yeah, up. Just mm-hmm. think about it, really assess it when you feel pain, yeah. migraines, you know, I, I worked with this woman, um, this beautiful woman who was, uh, you know, working in the fields at a very young age and um, hot days and there was no water and you know this whole kind of situation that was going on and so she struggled with migraines her whole life went back to that time when she was you know eight-year-old girl working in the fields did this whole you know rework and uh, did this whole journey where we had her like swimming in the water you know drinking a big glass of water and then releasing the pressure she didn't know how to play in her life all she knew was to work hard her whole life so very you know she was in the fields with her family you know doing this and um and we switched around her migraines are gone for good amazing you know and so it's it's just i love it so much like i say like you're as free as you'd like to be you know and that's i think that all of us can be from pain from trauma and everything you know life can be hard and we can you know things happen to us that don't make sense and it's terrible things but we can let it go you know, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that we you know don't think about it sometimes. It doesn't mean that it doesn't affect us in you know certain ways. But we can be free from it, yeah, and and move forward. Beautiful. And and without that heaviness, right? Yes. I always say like somebody hurt me deeply. I you know I'll share. I was in a relationship that was quite abusive, and um, I look back at it and I go, well, yes, you really hurt me deeply, and you really you know made my life not very good for a while. But I'm not giving you any more power over me. Yeah. That was the past. Now this is my life, and mm-hmm. and you're not in it. And I'm gonna, not going to let you affect me. You're not going to win. You're yeah, not, you're not going to win. I win the story. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine anyone abusing you. That just breaks my heart. Yeah, but it's so, all a journey. Good for you. It sure is. Yeah. It's all a journey. Yeah. Is there anything? At the end that you particularly, I mean, everything that you just said, I feel like was so amazing. But uh, is there anything extra that you had in mind that you really wanted to share before we sign off? Yeah, I mean, if anybody has any questions, you know, I really, I'm working on my website, but um, I love Instagram. I feel like Instagram is a place you know to connect. What? It is a great place yeah. to connect. And just if you have questions. Um, and I would like to say too, it's very inspiring because people can get very held up in like, oh, I need a website and I need this and I need that. Yeah. And instead you are like, no, you can just 
get yeah. put your stuff out there and keep connecting with people and let it yeah flow yeah and yeah and I and I like to interact with everybody so if you yeah. have any questions I you know I can refer books to you or, or whatever it is um, or just send you you know free recordings um, oh, that, that's, that's so I, beautiful you know, I want people to be able to experience it no matter what you know what kind of level of income you know you're in because you know I'm a clinical hypnotherapist so one-on-one sessions are you know they can be a little pricier you know as much as I'd like to just do everything for free I have to survive I have to survive but um but I do want to make it accessible in the way of like free recording so whether you have anxiety uh, hello we're putting out a yeah. free podcast yeah. you know like yeah, exactly. I feel the exact same yeah. way I'm like everybody take this yeah. right and it's, it's the law of the universe right yeah. if you do good in life and if you put out good and if you help people you're always going to be fine you're going to be more than fine I, you know I I believe that. Yeah. I choose to believe that 100%. So anybody can message me or, you know, any questions and I'd love to help anybody. Well, everyone, you can find Marina at Modern Day Magic Woman on Mm -hmm. Instagram. That is the number one place or connect on Facebook. And uh, thank you again. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. I mean, you are just such a beautiful soul and I feel so blessed to have seen you sparkling on your birthday and (laughs) how wonderful life is. So life is mostly good. You are so beautiful. (laughs) Mostly. Yes. So I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Yes. I was going to do a British We meet again. You love to intro Hello. with a British I know. accent. And it's horrible. Maybe I'm not it even should sure be your thing. Real. Maybe it should be your thing. Hello. Uh, no. It's time for having yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible, wasn't it? Oh, Whatever. That was great. Do mm. not cut that. I won't. I, I won't. I'm going to leave it in because it's embarrassing. And why not? Um, this week, mind body. Yes. Tell me. We talked some about body image in confidence mm-hmm. last week, of course, because every single thing that we talk about ties up together, I feel like. Oh, I mean, yeah. There's fear in life. there, and there's authenticity in there, and there's mm-hmm. this and that. <laughs> so um, anyway, let's focus on rocking this mind-body. How is that showing up for you? I know that when you started your affirmations, it was body-related, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's really what we're talking about today. No, when I think about mind-body, I think about the functioning of my body okay, and my health. And the connection with my brain and my mind and the the um, the physicality absolutely of how I, I function right organs even and mm-hmm. uh, muscles tissues things like that okay and so tell me more tell yeah. me more about like what you believe in all this uh, well I currently uh, am in pain so I really need to aff it up uh, is it your hips oh it is um, what is it the, the knee the left side and so I actually was thinking earlier today and um, so the left side is our feminine side and the right side is masculine and I'm left side is feminine right yeah. side is masculine. so I'm curious in the pain that I'm mm-hmm. having in my left side and my knee or my foot um like what so that's your feminine yeah so like I'm, I'm curious um like what about my femininity is calling to me um, but that's another topic for another time. Is it? Well, not necessarily. I mean, no, it's not. Yeah, I guess that is. So like this mind. is mind body. Yeah. Who 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 said this about right and left and feminine? Uh, my my therapist. Okay. And I think it's like a thing. If it's you a thing. Google it, yeah. Yeah. So the Ida Nada, uh, the Ida Nadi governs the feminine left side of the body, which in turn activates the right visual, intuitive, and creative side of the brain. Yeah, that's what I got. The left hemisphere of the brain is masculine. Right, and, and it controls the right side of the body. Yes, and the right hemisphere of the brain is feminine, so that, you know, controls controls each side. But why are they masculine and feminine, really, you know? Yeah, so this was... And then it says the dominance of each nostril should change throughout the day. That's fascinating. I never pay attention <laughs> to what nostril is doing the work. I assume they just know what they have to I do. I do too. I, I don't, and they work God, together. This is another thing that we have to worry about. Now we have to figure out which nostril we're not focused on for the day. Um, yeah. So the left side of the body is often regarded as the feminine side, the receiving side where you take in. It represents, among other things, the mother. The right side of the body is often regarded as the masculine side, the giving outside where you express. Yeah. It represents, among other things, the father. So that's where I got that from. Huh. Good old therapy. Okay. Um, Fine. Let's just go with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's on the internet. Feminine so side. It's, re- it, true. it's true. The receiving side where you take in. Yeah. Oh, maybe you're taking things in. 
maybe that I shouldn't be or that are not doing my body any good. It's possible. But yeah, so my mind-body connection lately is not great because I am in pain. And I know that there are, like, I need to be stretching. I need... um, You're not stretching? No. Jill. I know. When you go home at night, just sit around and stretch. I will. You know what I got, too? I got one of those muscle gun thingies. Oh, my God. Everybody's getting those. But I'm really jealous. But the first time I used it, um, like, on my left calf, because that's really tight... It felt tighter afterwards, and I probably should have read instructions. So I've been—I don't use it all the time. They're weird about calf pain. Who is? All the massage things. Oh, yeah. My friend actually even bought a vibrator, and it said, "Do not use on unexplained calf pain." <laughs> oh my god! She that's called so me, and she was like, "Why does this vibrator say do not use on unexplained calf pain?" This is wow. the weirdest thing. Yeah, I know. I think Ooh. blood clots can get in there, oh. and that's. Okay, sorry. Shoot. That's okay. I can beep you. I'm. I, have you not listened? I'm a master beeper these days. Um, um, okay. So anyway, watch out for unexplained calf pain. But yes. anyway, uh, so you've got some mind body things going on. Yes, and I I I do believe that our minds um, can heal us. Well, not. I was going to say the converse. Our minds can manifest things in our body right yeah our physicality yes and then as a result our minds can heal us right yeah yeah i mean they've they've like done all sorts of studies on that there's like you know whole documentaries on netflix and stuff oh i mean the brain i mean and that's what i think when i think of mine i know there's thoughts and um you know feelings in those things but i just think of the brain activity itself and like how sugar affects that and caffeine and how that affects our body um and so that's what I kind of go to when I think of mind body I think of brain function mm-hmm. and and the body yeah um, but also then just our thoughts about our bodies and for sure whether or not that's just an aesthetic approach yeah um or like lifting weights right like your muscles can do more often than then your mind thinks that they can. Oh, always, actually. Yeah. And I actually just realized I have an affirmation that I've used while working out uh, for the mind-body thing. I just remembered this. Um, you know, I broke my leg mm-hmm. uh, in 2006. Pretty severe break. They didn't really think I'd ever walk without pain again. And um, I do. And, I mean, it hurts sometimes, but whatever. But I can run. And there was a time when um, I could run pretty fast, Uh a few, I don't know, 10, 10 years after the accident, six mm-hmm. years after the accident, something like that. And um, so I would run on the treadmill because I don't run outside anymore. And um, I, I was always scared that my something would happen to my knee. And, in, and I was like feeling that fear. Mm. And so I instead decided to just not only send strength there from my brain, but while I was running, all I would think is just like, I am strong. It is strong. Like just I just mm-hmm. thought that over and over my head and I still will do it sometimes I've been doing a running class now every once in a while and I'll have to I'll be like ooh, you know what just I feel like I'm just preventing injury or something too like I'm just like sending strength to my knees and just constantly repeating I am strong I'm strong I'm strong I love that well it seems to work I yeah yeah I mean like duh I mean, I guess, duh. I just think it's easy to forget that you can do that and you can just send, you can just spend time in that space with your physicality mm-hmm. and or, maybe it'll make a difference. Yeah. Um, and, and then I think too, like, um, we like to be in pain, I think, because then it gives us something to complain about <laughs> or gives us an excuse. Oh, I can't do that. Like I'm, you know, my back hurts. Well, we all know those people right. that do it all the damn time. Yeah. And I mean, back. Oh God, I know one that just came to mind. Who she just is constantly. I'm not even going to say much about it because yeah, she might listen. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and that's the thing too is like this isn't a um, a catch all that we can fix our our low back disc herniations with our minds, you know, but. <laughs> Who are we to say we can't? That's true. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Because I don't, why can't I think of the name of that Netflix documentary? Heal. Heal. Yeah. Thank you. I think we've talked about Heal before. And, yeah. Um, they're doing all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I read, yeah. Um, yeah. It is just fascinating. Yeah. 
but you forget. You get caught up in life, mm-hmm. and it's easy to forget. And yeah. so then I just walk around. And it's like, oh, I'm in pain, but I do nothing to fix it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll just keep being in pain. You're not even sending affirmations to it. No. Jill. Well, I have a job now and I just want to go home and sit on the couch and do nothing. uh (laughs) It takes effort. It does take effort. And then it's always worth it. I know. And that's the thing is I just, you have to stick with it. Yeah. Nice little plug for your company. Stickwithit.co. Find us at (laughs) stickwithit.co. All right. We're almost to 10 minutes. Um, So what... Are we going to use as our affirmation for this? Like, I was hoping you'd come up with something good because I really, and I know I just sprang this topic on you like recently. So, like real recently. And so, what what do you think? I trust my mind or that that is the first thing I think of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there is something better. Do you think it could be something like um, we like meaning your mind and body Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh we are stronger together we work together Mm -hmm. i work together um are connected my mind and body are connected my mind and body are one uh my mind my mind and body work together for my greatest good Mm. Mm. you like that yes why not yes my mind and body work together for my greatest good i love that (gasps) i made up an app today Yay. Yeah, you're very capable. <laughs> I'm capable. That's one of the ones on my shower. Um, I love in that. In my, oh, my bathroom mirror. Um, okay, cool. My mind body work together for my greatest good. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. It is. Because when you feel good too and take care of your, your physical being, right? That's like food we intake as well. When, when I think about body, it's like, like I said before, like organs functioning and digestion and everything. Then your mind is clearer. And so they they need to work together to for your for your best self. They have to. Yeah. I mean they really do. Uh you meditate? <sighs> yes. And what was that pause? The pause was I need to do it more because I love it so much and yeah. I am so much better off when I do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes weeks are just weeks. Um and like I haven't probably over the last like two days or so um but i know how wonderful i feel when i do it and i even utilize journaling as a meditative practice no i'm gonna say no but yeah i get what you're saying about journaling but i'm i'm getting more in the hardcore meditative Ooh, space like yeah. people will be like i run or whatever i'm like nope, oh. nope i'm like i'm open on all of that yeah i get that people different people employ different things to meditate but i think you gotta just sit there and go in go in um and um there's actually something i want we're getting to the end today a little bit close but um there next week i want to talk to you help me remember about uh, a different way that i've been applying some of these affirmations in my meditation but what i was getting at about the meditation was that um I struggle with my mind body connection in meditation. Mm. I get very uncomfortable physically. Mm-hmm. My knee hurts. Yeah. I can't sit certain ways. And then I'm like, am I doing it wrong? Am I not getting enough out of this because I'm not doing it right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, ah. And oh my um, gosh. it just, it just, um, the physical aspect of meditation is almost a little bit demanding to yes. me. And so um, in yoga classes I've been in, that's Because I don't want to fall asleep. They do yoga before they sit to meditate. Yes. So that the body is prepared to sit. Yes. So I sit in a chair lately when I do meditations because my, my leg will fall asleep if I, I sit cross-legged. I, you know, it just gets uncomfortable. Well, that's the thing. Your leg will fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then sometimes I'll even just lay on the ground or like lay with my knees bent and my feet on the floor as another way um, if sitting doesn't you know, feel good for me. But then I do have those thoughts too, where I'm like, okay, is this, is, is this not going to work because I'm not? And of course it's, of course it's going to work. Yes. Cause you're, you're trying. I'm doing it sitting up too, sitting on my sofa. Um, and some, every now and then I'll sit on the floor next to my sofa or I'm, I need to buy a meditation pillow. I really want one. And, um, yeah, but it's just, it's been, it's been challenging and that's something that, 
I guess I've just been recognizing some kind of separateness mm. between my mind and body mm-hmm. in that, which is good and bad because I think in meditation you do want, you know, to go within a whole lot. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm I'm recognizing that my body's like uncomfortable and ah, I can't, I'm not like, I'm not getting those spaces to. Yeah, I, I do have conflict when like my, I'm in a good meditative space in my mind but then my body hurts and so then I do just move around because I'd rather be comfortable yeah so that I can really like I don't want to think about it the whole time I'm meditating I don't either I know okay well some people will say like oh you're just gonna you know push through it and it's like no no yeah I don't I don't know the answer to that I really don't I don't know what Michael Singer would say about that so of course he's my current guru so (laughs) all right so it is my mind body or my mind and body work together for my highest good Uh, either or yeah my mind and body work together for my highest good Mm. all right well you can find jill faulkner at stickwithit.co thank you again for sitting down with me uh i love i like this one it's cool go after go after yourself (laughs) all right so we're recording so I'm thrilled that you have some thoughts about mind body because I, I was really like struggling. Like, how does this relate to branding? And like, what do we, I don't know. What, what do you, you've got some points to tell me. Hello, Bijou. I guess I should say that. Hi. Hello, Hi. You? you know, good. Just um, like, I think that I've had a busy week just with work and everything like that. And you have two and you have to like work and take care of yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so this were, this week especially, I've been trying to, when I meditate, think about my whole body as I'm meditating um, and try to connect with it. And I don't think unless you try to do that, that you even understand what that means. I think you're right. The I watch that Wheezy Waiter <laughs> um, channel on YouTube sometimes. I love that guy. And um he, he used to be in Austin and he uh, does like 30 day challenges and he did one about meditation. But that was like one of his main meditative techniques was that he checked in with his whole body. And he apparently still that's like I watched a recap of all his videos and he was saying that's the one practice that he's kept up. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it really makes a big difference. I think they I read this study and it was saying that women, especially women that aren't on the pill that have their cycles um, are super checked in with their bodies just because they have to be since they get these like pings and stuff, but that men especially are not Mm -hmm. checked in with their bodies. So they won't feel anything or they'll push it away or not do anything about something until it's like really, really bad. Like they have to go to the emergency room or they end up tearing something because they didn't listen to how they should have been easy with a certain muscle. For sure. Yeah, so it was really interesting to me. And so I've been trying really hard this week to check in with my body. And it has for sure affected my work. I mean... Tell me more. Yeah, so... Yeah, um, I'm so excited to hear this. (laughs) So I was listening to a podcast... um, The guy... uh, Have you ever listened to his Align podcast? No. Well, Who's he's, this? He's really cute. Really? And, oh my god! Line? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I follow him on Instagram, and he has a good podcast, and he talks about a lot of really interesting things. But his big thing is body modality, like how you should be sitting, how you should be standing, how you should be stretching. And so um, I really have gotten into some of the points that he's given me, like Aaron Alexander. I just oh, yeah, looked it up. Really oh my! Cute, right. <laughs> Yeah, he looks great. Okay, so. (laughs) Anyway, uh, he was talking about if you have shoulder issues that you should be hanging from a pull-up bar um, a couple times a day. Been doing that. Been amazing for my head, for my focus, for my headaches. Cool. Yeah, how I've been sitting at my desk when I've been working has really been been huge for me. What's Um, different? Well, I just. Oh, you mean doing that has made you. in. Yeah. So. If you get so focused on your work, then you can get this crazy hunched back issue throughout the day that you're not even paying attention to. But if you're constantly like checking in with yourself, like, how am I sitting? How am I aligned? And I realize some of the weird quirks that I do. Yeah. Like when I'm on the phone versus typing emails, like I do these body postures that no wonder my body gets exhausted. Yeah. And and I never even thought about it because it was so second nature. It was so in the back of mind 
that now I'm less fatigued at the end of the day, honestly. I mean, it's only been a week, but just because I was doing this with you, I really started trying these practices. Look at you walking the walk. I know. (laughs) And I was like, dang, it's a big, big difference. Not to mention that whole confidence stance thing. You've been doing it forever. And I don't know. I just never did it because a couple of times I did it, I felt silly. But Mm -hmm. I do feel silly, but I do it anyway. I know you have to do you have to get past that. But there was this huge call that I had and then another meeting after that where I had to go in person. And I was essentially talking to people that I was like taking their job over. So it was a really charged, weird conversation. Wow. And they had to basically pass the torch on to me. Mm -hmm. And I was really feeling insecure about it because they've had that position for a long time. They might have ill will towards me because I basically took their job. And um, so I went in there knowing and feeling like I did the power stance on my way to there. Yeah, that's what we're talking about, the power pose. Yeah, the power pose. And um, I don't know, I just feel like I was a little bit more strong just because I've been thinking about it. I was just like, I can go in with confidence. I know that what I'm doing is right. I want to be really respectful and nice of them. And I just started thinking all these things while I was doing the power pose and I went in and I know that I sit up more straight. I, I, I tend when I feel insecure or when I'm trying to respect other people, I hunch my body over. Just to kind of bring yourself down a little bit. That's yeah. A, that's a really, because I was going to talk about body language. That's an interesting thing to pay attention to that uh-huh. we do those things. Oh yeah. I started noticing now that I'm noticing my body postures, I definitely do that in weird in weird situations and I don't want to do that. Like I want to no. show confidence. I want right. to be like, I'm here to meet you, mm-hmm. especially as a young woman. Like there's been times when people have met me and questioned my ability to do work for them because I am a young woman. Yes. And if I'm too like in their face and like, yes, I can do it and harsh, I can turn them off. But if I'm not enough, then they're like, who are you? You can't help me. So that was a big thing. Um, another thing that I wanted to like bring up is that ever since I've been doing work um, more mentally over this last year, I've been um, just connecting with myself and my sexuality more, mm-hmm. which has been crazy for me in every sense of my life, every part of it. Like I feel like when you don't work through all those little things that are you, that you don't show up for yourself or you don't communicate as strongly or you don't have respect for yourself. Like, and I just think that your brain clicks when you're like, I'm showing up for you. I want to know what you want. Like, Mm -hmm. let's talk and let's be there for each other. It turns more into this like win-win situation where you feel like you're a team rather than this like balloon that's Wait a minute, are, you're talking about your mind and your body? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just yeah, saying. because I mean, people assume that it's one, but it's really not. I mean, it is, but it isn't. And they're trying to tell you things, but if you don't listen to them and you just kind of put band-aids, like I'm gonna take an Advil and I'm gonna take my SSRI and I'm just gonna do what I need to do to get through the day, but your body's literally just trying to tell you things and you can't just muffle it or shut it up with these things. Yeah. So like I've been kind of extreme in like not taking anything when I don't feel good mm-hmm. and working through those things and trying to figure out what that means because I do feel like people are just like so afraid of feeling uncomfortable for a minute that they end up being completely locked off to the information that their body's trying to tell them. 100%. That's so well said. You're right. We're in a culture of doing that, Mm -hmm. you know, just fix it and take this. Yeah. And then um, go on about your busy day. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. And it's it's not okay. I mean, and it is hard work. Like you're going to have to do things. You're going to have to meditate every day. You're going to have to stretch. You're going to have to do silly power poses. You're going to have to like literally sit in silence and and talk to yourself and deal with like (laughs) period cramps and headaches and Mm -hmm. like bad days and it's okay it's literally okay you'll get through it by yourself and you'll feel stronger for it I completely agree well awesome (laughs) you you came in and you know what I just want to say like I can tell yeah yeah you just seem way more usually when you sit in front of the mic and stuff you're a little bit just more pulled back or something Mm -hmm. and I can just tell physically is my voice big 
Your voice is, <laughs> it is. It's bigger today because sometimes I'm like, don't sound small. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, all right, what else? Well, I don't know. I just really appreciate all of these themes that we're working on because if you're not thoughtful about them, then they're easily, they'll just get away from you. Mm-hmm. So I would just um, try to tell anyone that's listening to go back to the other um, episodes and just listen to one a week maybe and really try to live those throughout the week. That's what like I'm we've saying. been doing. I, it's tripping me out, like the effect that it's having on me living these. I'm so glad you're right there too. Cause like oh, yeah. it really is. Um, it's just, it's just staggering the difference that it can make when you really focus your efforts on one thing. I know. And, and, and that confuses me cause I know they all tie up together, you know, because They're like so I, even, intertwined. even when I was thinking about this, topic with us I was thinking about our conversation last week on confidence and I was like god this just like feeds right together oh yeah you know all of them have like, like been a part of each other yeah and I even started doing some research on next week's like talk on connection mm-hmm. oh joy. no when's joy joy joy's the week after okay sorry I'm really <laughs> sorry. excited about joy by the way I have some good little good. tidbits to share okay, on that good. But yeah, I, I think it's really, really interesting. I mean, what have you been dealing with with body-mind connection this week? Uh, just like you said, really paying attention. And it's so funny that you mentioned that power pose because like, uh, I, haven't, I haven't recorded my intro yet. And so, you know, I, I, I do that all the time and it does have a big effect. And I like to model that to my children. So I do that. Um, and then I've also been... Um, against my will doing uh, this thing at the end of my showers where I turn on the cold water. Oh, me too. I hate it. You're doing that? Yes. It's awful. But you know what? Today, I kind of didn't mind. I have all my affirmations written up on my uh, mirror so I can see them outside my shower. And so I started just saying them out loud while I was standing (laughs) under the cold water. (sighs) I know. I just started reading all these things that help your skin. And I'm just trying to do that. And it helps your body in general. Yeah. But someone brought it up on a hike and they were like, what, you don't do it? And I was like, no, because I freaking hate no, cold I hate water. It, I, I hate it. I hate it. And so Drew was like, uh, hello, I have to be with you for the next 90 years. You're doing it. Like if really? I'm doing it, you're doing it. And I was like, damn it. So now when I do it, I'm like, this is for my skin. This is for Drew. Oh my God. Like I hate it. But <laughs> I know too. apparently after like a week or two, it's no more normal. Yeah. I'm waiting for that to happen. I uh, I already feel a difference. Really? I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I do. Just there's doing a light at the end of this the week. I know. So, but um, yeah, it's just it's just been interesting thinking about how to talk about this because I didn't want to, you know, alienate people who have um, illnesses or anything like that. So, like, I, I I was just trying to figure out, you know, how to walk that line, mm-hmm. I guess, and um, and not overstep in any way but still recognize this mind body thing so Mm -hmm. I love everything that you brought up Um, and then um, as far as like branding goes do you have any thoughts around that like with your body maybe just generally like when you're sitting better and doing all these things it's going to reflect yeah that was the and in your style too yeah that was my last point that I'm glad you reminded me to bring up great Um, yeah essentially times when I feel more confident or I'm feeling more light and happy um, I am a little bit more of a better representation of myself, obviously, right? Right. So um, I definitely went into that meeting. Uh, at first, I had picked out an outfit that was a little bit more subdued to be like respectful of the situation. But then I was just like, nah, I got to be myself. And I have to show up who I am all the time, regardless <laughs> of who I'm talking to. So then I changed. But it's just like a better representation of yourself when you are more connected to yourself and you do feel more confident and you are more in love with yourself. You stand up straighter. You talk a little bit louder. You dress the way that you want to. And I just think that it all is so encompassing. Like everything that you have brought up, all the themes are kind of like melding together now after I've been really like walking the walk the last couple of weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. You're welcome. I'm thrilled that you're doing it and actually like totally engaged in it and everything. Let's cover a few things that uh, we're reading or listening to. You are into um, this Align podcast, which I think is a great recommendation Mm -hmm. for this week. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. It, I mean, not only because he's hot, but he has fantastic tips that I think have really helped me. Really? Uh I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, I also uh, have been listening. There's this amazing one on, 
Have you ever listened to the doctor's pharmacy? He's no. the Mark Hyman guy. Mm-mm. Anyway, he's like a doctor that does like functional medicine as well. Cool. But um, there is a an episode on is it possible to be keto vegan? Hmm. Probably. It is, and mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely trying, and I'm into it. Okay. But it was a fantastic episode. Um, also, always listening to Heal Thyself. I love that guy. Yeah, that's there, another guy. His one. last one um, on sound healing, which is talking about binaural beats. and I listened to it. Oh, you did? Did you I did. like it? It was so interesting, especially it, the hormones, right? Mm-hmm. With it the was fish turning to females. It was super interesting. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to listen to that if you haven't listened to that. Um, also, like I told you, I finished Indistractable and... Uh, I still haven't read that, so I'll get to it's that. It's really quick. And, and, and oh my God, if you have kids, listen to it because okay. at the end it's all about kids and it blows my mind that uh, I feel bad for them actually, that they're in the schools that we're, we put them in and we give them cell phones, but we don't like what they do with them. It's all really, really interesting stuff, all backed by all these awesome studies um, so I would absolutely suggest it. Awesome. Cool. Good, good. Well, thank you so much. Um, I don't have anything new that I'm reading. I'm still finishing up No Mud, No Lotus, Surrender Experiment, um, listening to those podcasts too. So Awesome. That, that you that you talked about. So, um, yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Beige. Yeah. That was fantastic. I loved it. Great job. Thanks. Yay. Walk, here's to walking the walk, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right on. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today. There's a resource roundup on my blog at amyedwards.com. And remember, your physicality matters. Listening to your body and your body listening to your mind and all of it matters. I saw a tweet from Aubrey Marcus this week that read, before you get sick, your body will whisper with fatigue. Before you break up, your lover will whisper her requests. Before your business goes bankrupt, your customers will whisper their complaints. If you don't listen to the whispers, you'll be forced to hear the screams. That just really struck me. The thing here is that, as Bijou put it so well in our part, she said, people are often just so afraid of feeling uncomfortable for a minute that they end up being completely locked off from the information that their body's trying to tell them. So use what your body's trying to tell you. And we can also use our minds to direct our bodies to do the things that lift it up. I know that's circular, but they affect each other and we hold that power. Thank you so much to Marina. Remember, she's at Modern Day Magic Woman on Instagram. And thank you to Jill and thank you to Bijou. You can find them uh, on Instagram, Jill at stickwithit.co and Bijou at Story by Style, Story X Style. And if you'd like to share your thoughts with me, well, I'd love to hear from you. You can write to me at amy at amyedwards.com or just connect with me on Instagram at realamyedwards. Uh, don't forget, please rate and review and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you are listening. It is mega appreciated as we work to build this thing. This has been Rock Your Life with Amy Edwards. Thanks so much, y'all. Peace and love. Till next time.